0: On my side. Jesus, he walks with me. Get back to the finish. I feel the spirit moving through the city. I got the light shining,
1: come get it. Walking with Christ, moving where it's gritty. Walking with Christ, moving where it's gritty. I feel the spirit moving through the city. I see the people trying to bring them with me. We got a light, tell them come and get it. Yeah, walk,
0: walk, walk,
1: walk, walk, walk. walk. I walk, walk, walk. walk. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come before you right now. Uh, We just come before you and just asking for your Holy Spirit to come into this place right now to fill us, Lord. We ask of you, Father, we pray that we can just empty ourselves right now to be vessels to be used by you. Mm. The experiences that you've allowed us to go through, let us be able to just honor it and, and be able to talk about the glory of what you've done in our lives, Father, and to just encourage us to be bold and to speak truth in light and love lord i pray father right now as we do this recording that this blesses the people who are going to listen to it father i pray that you bestow upon josh the the questions to ask the wisdom and the insight as well lord i pray father that you just anoint this moment so that we can be a blessing for others, Lord, for you say we are blessed to be a blessing. So I just pray and invite your Holy Spirit into this place right now, Father. Mm. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for this opportunity. So we just love you. We lift you up in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. What's well, going on, my brother? Dude, I was feeling
0: heavy. Yeah. Heavy and anxious, like, all day. Mm. Even, even when I was sitting here waiting for you to get here, I was still feeling I just I was spending some time mm. praying and, and worshiping. And the funny thing is, last week when I was interviewing Diana, same thing, bro. Mm. Feeling just heavy, anxious, and self-conscious, too. I was, like, self-conscious of everything that I was saying, how I was moving, how I looked. I was like, this is not this is not normal. Yeah. And the enemy just trying to get in the way, man. It's it's
1: wild. But feeling good after you prayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more prayer, more power, man. It's always yeah. good to just gather in community, you know, for he says when two or more gather, the Holy Spirit's there. So that's why I, was, I think it's so interesting. Like he gets us when we're alone right when we're in our own thoughts by ourselves when we don't have the sounding board of another christ follower of another brother or sister to help us in those moments you know yeah and it's um, and the
0: crazy part is also i just realized this right now or maybe not just realized it but put it together like when i was sitting here praying by myself it was different than when you came in and you prayed also and it's like that, that joining of, of when two or more are gathered in my name. And this is the part that I, that I just realized right now. It's because God doesn't want us to be walking this walk alone. Nope. It's supposed to be walked in community, in fellowship. Yep. So. Facts. Facts.
1: Facts. <laughs> That's why even in the beginning in Genesis, right, when God created Adam, Right, he also created Eve. Because after he created Adam there, right, it was God himself that said, Man is not good on his own. Yeah. Right. And put Adam to sleep, took out the rib, and created Eve. Yeah. And guess what happened when Adam woke up and saw Eve there? It's like, Eureka! (laughs) Finally! (laughs) Yeah. God! Yeah. you, You knew what I've been missing this whole time, even though he had. He had God with him. He yeah. had the entire garden Everything was good. But there's still something missing.
0: Me and Gerald were just talking about that the other day yeah. about so he he texted me a verse. Yeah. It was what verse was that? It was I'll tell you the exact verse. It was Crazy how everything comes like a full circle. A full circle. <laughs> so Matthew chapter 22 verse 30. Mm. Read it. Read the verse. At the rest And then his text to me was, dude, this made me so angry. <laughs> I was like, why? I was like, why does that make you angry, bro? Because <laughs> he was just so in love with his girlfriend.
1: Uh, you can't imagine
0: eternity without her.
1: Uh, I mean, that's cute. <laughs> it is.
0: It is. It's adorable. Cute, but yeah. at the same time, like what we talked about was like in eternity, in our, in our resurrected bodies, yeah. we're not going to need another human to fulfill us or satisfy yep. us we are going to be fully satisfied and fulfilled in our resurrected bodies in God's presence. Yep. And that purpose of marriage will have been fulfilled.
1: Yeah. But I mean we we are the bridegroom, right? We're we're being cultivated, we're being sifted through, we're being refined to be the perfect bride for Christ. Yeah. Right? That's as for the kingdom we have our brides here on earth, right? But, there's that that scripture when, uh, I believe, it was like the Pharisees trying to, confuse, or like trying to, not confuse, but to trick uh, Mm. Jesus on answering, like, you know, if someone, um, this man were to be married, and he had, a wife and then he yeah. died and then she married again and then he died and then you know yeah. married again and died it's like so you know when during the resurrection after after it's all in, said and done right, in heaven who who's who's the husband there is none yeah that's, know, they, they that, that i think that's
0: the same i think that's the context where from where that verse came from probably the one that you just read
1: yeah was yeah. that the same
0: one? It could have been that same conversation. I don't remember. I don't remember the
1: the, the address.
0: Might have been in Matthew.
1: Yeah, I gotta double check. I gotta get to, I get to get. I know the stories. Yeah. I guess I get to get better at remembering the exact verses.
0: The 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 like address the, of the verse. Yeah. Where's yeah. <laughs> Where, is, where so, does it live?
1: <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. That's why I Google is amazing.
0: Yeah, we're so we're so spoiled. <laughs> we're so spoiled with the internet and our smartphones. Yeah. Yep. Dude, um, do you want to talk about what happened last night? <laughs>
1: you tell me, man. This is yes. We're gonna go wherever, wherever. We're gonna go wherever the Holy Spirit leads us, man. I was talk about last night. Yeah,
0: I was. I didn't even tell Gerald what happened last night because oh. I was like,
1: should put a camera on this man's face right know, now when I we know, tell him this story. I know. I, I, I told I, you this last night. <laughs> there should be a camera on you too. I know. We're, we're gonna get. We're gonna get
0: there. <laughs> we're gonna get another camera. We're gonna get there. Yeah. There's gonna be a camera facing that way. But yeah. But yeah. So I'm gonna set the stage for what happened yesterday. So there's this movie that just came out. You people you guys may or may not be aware of. It's called Come Out in Jesus' name. It's by um what's the guy's name? Greg? Is his name Greg Locke? Greg Locke, I believe so, yeah. Greg Locke. Um so this movie is about deliverance from demonic oppression and possession. And I mean, that's just giving you a, a, a brief summary of what of what the the movie's about. Um, but it's about this. But it's about a revival that's taking place, and people that are getting delivered from these spirits that have been oppressing them. So the spirits of lust, spirits of depression, of anxiety, of Jezebel, like all of these spirits. So Kevin asked me last week if I wanted to go, and I, I said. Yeah, I'm down. And then he texted me the night before. Or a couple of days ago, he's like, yo, I'm buying tickets. Do you want to come? And I was like, I don't think so. You know, I'm like, I just... there's been a lot going on. I just, want to, I just want to chill. So I didn't get a ticket. And then <laughs> <laughs> this was yesterday, by the way. Yesterday was April 11th. So we um, I wake up april 11th and i'm feeling i'm just like not feeling right in my spirit like i just feel down i feel burdened i feel discouraged and for some reason i like something was uh, the holy spirit told me like to hit kevin up i was like i just need to be around people that 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 i that, that care about me and so i call kevin i'm like how you doing he's like i'm okay I'm like yeah me too he's like we should we should link up i'm like yeah, yeah let's do it um so we go for a walk yeah and um w- w- me you and louis the boys yeah <laughs> louis is, uh louis is, uh him and diana's dog by the way yeah. <laughs> so the boys are walking down right <laughs> down the street who we went to black dot actually yep. to get coffee um and yeah i was just telling you about how how i was feeling and just like discouraged about all the people that are going through what they're going through burdened for and i'm like i haven't like where's the power of god Hmm. where's the power of god in in healing and delivering and i was just feeling really really down about that so we had an amazing conversation yesterday.
1: I, I promise you next time we got to get mic'd up <laughs> for some God walk talks.
0: God walk. Yeah. God that's, walk that's, talks, man. That should be it's your like, podcast, dude. I God promise, walk man, talks. Like, most of the
1: talks I have with like people, is just super random. It's never like mic'd yeah. up or anything like that. Like, I don't know if that's a thing for me to do in the future or not. Usually social media has not been my forte, my my thing to do. Yeah. But man, I, I, I swear I have some conversations where I'm like, man yeah yesterday. i wish it was recorded to just share it to the people because like this holy spirit just comes in like randomly and just yeah give some major like gems downloads. some yeah. downloads major like nuggets dude. gems i like that yeah like gems. gems nuggets whatever you want to call it it's just yeah it's the holy spirit man so
0: yeah yesterday there was some there was some gems yeah some major gems
1: you want to talk about that? You want to, and wrap back into yeah. Bring and we'll yeah. bring it back into the movie still. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, see. I mean, you you were telling me about how you were feeling down. Yeah, and you felt the heaviness and the burden. You were wondering where, uh, where the power is, right? What yeah. What else were you saying? There was like some other things too that led up to that.
0: Yeah, I was like, uh, it w- I was sharing about some, some. I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember where we were. Yeah. <laughs> we were walking back this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you write down what you said?
1: No, I, I didn't write it down. I remember what the message is. I'm trying to think of the lead because I always like to give context. Yeah. To how we how we got there and what the what the message is. Because I talked about. Like, I know we talked about like events. Like you're telling me about. I forgot what event it was, but oftentimes in an event right there's different characters in an event when something happens
0: oh no we were talking about i remember now yeah yeah we were talking about like bearing like all the people that God's entrusted us with mm. in our lives and the role that we we're to play yeah. and i was talking about the burden of i was feeling i was feeling really burdened by the results or or the place that the people that were in my life that were entrusted to me are in their spiritual life in their walk with Christ and we we both got the same word from God but in different language i i on sunday night god told me like my responsibility is just to be a light mm. like a light doesn't worry about it, it it just uh, the light's only job is to expose darkness, mm-hmm. is to remove darkness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't chase after the darkness. Mm-hmm. It just is light, and for me, that was in the moment really, really freeing. It was really releasing me from the burden of what happens to them or the choices that they make. The decisions that they make um the cycles that they go through yeah it was very freeing and then what you said was like just brought it all together
1: yeah i think at that point uh, you felt that burden and i was like okay why do you feel that burden i was questioning like you know what is it what what is that burden from what responsibilities are you holding on to there and i've been guilty of it myself for like majorly in the past too um Which in each event that is is happening in people's lives, right, an event occurs and there's typically three roles that are there, right? There's the victim, there's the villain, and then there's the hero, Mm -hmm. right? So I was like kind of alluding to, okay, what role are you playing then? Yeah. You know, like if you're ministering to somebody, like, are you trying to play the hero, yeah right? like is do you do are you feeling that burden because you feel like you need to be the hero to save that person to be there for them in all those ways and then you ask me the questions like well what character are we supposed to be playing
0: yeah because before you go into it it's like the victim is the person that we're the subject that we're talking about the person that we're either discipling whatever the villain is the enemy mm-hmm. the hero is obviously jesus yeah so yeah that's why that's what led me to ask you so what role am I supposed to play
1: yeah but with that one, before I yeah. even go further on that and that's like the spiritual way to look at it right so for those who are like non-spiritual right right they're, people are going to be the victim which is themselves right the villain they may be blaming someone else or the circumstance the situation right they could be blaming uh, you know spouse boss uh, friend whatever yeah um, mentor right mm-hmm. and then And then there's like the hero, which is like, you know, typically the, the, the victim may be confiding within somebody. Yeah. Right. And it may put that person into a position potentially to feel like they've got to help depending on that person. Right. Right. So that's just kind of a more of a world's eye view to look at it. It's now, if you have discernment. And we understand that the battle battle is not between flesh and blood, but principalities, right? Yeah. Then we can understand, okay, if if I'm you know, the main, the character of the victim here, and the enemy is the villain, and it's not the person, yeah, and the hero is Jesus, yeah. then that in that scenario, in spiritual sense, that's the best way to be able to view it, so that the relationships that you have with the people and still be reprimanded because it's not. It's not the person. It's the enemy. It's not the person. It's the sin. I don't hate. I don't hate the man. I hate the sin. Right. And the enemy is there to do what? Kill, steal, and destroy. Right. Destroy the friendship. Uh, Steal away your joy, your peace. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and then you got the hero. You pray and. Go to go to the source, and he could be the one to heal and guide us, and bring the people into our lives, right? Using the people, like God uses people too, to help yep. us in those situations. Yeah. So there's like yeah, two like, folds way.
0: I like I like that. Um, that's something we didn't talk about yesterday, but that's really powerful because we ch- we get to ch- switch our perspective from looking at the person or the circumstance as the villain to seeing it without an interpretation. It's the person is the person. The action was the action without interp- no interpretation and realizing that there's more behind the surface, yeah. under the surface, the enemy of our soul that's trying to create division between us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that, that me and Gerald have talked about a lot in our friendship, which is communication is a superpower. It is a, so you, say, you say this a lot, you say vulnerability is a superpower. Mm-hmm. And I, like I, I think, it, I think it, it's hand in hand, but communication and vulnerability is a superpower because you cannot overly communicate. There's no such thing as too much communication. Mm-hmm. It always helps, it always is better to communicate what's going on. Because when I don't communicate, when you said something to me and I'm like, oh, I'm just not gonna make it a big deal. you know i'm just gonna it's like i don't want to be sensitive you know what i mean i'm just gonna it's all good but i'm but i keep it inside i'm giving the enemy room to twist what happened to create an interpretation to Mm -hmm. fester and that creates bitterness distance division resentment between Mm -hmm. me and you and before we know it our our bond our friendship our relationship now is deteriorating and. neither of us know why Mm -hmm. and it's all because one little piece of what's the word yeast
1: Mm.
0: one little piece of yeast crept in and was went undetected
1: so yeah um no that's good yeah so I I would agree. You know, I think you cannot overly communicate. Yeah. Uh, man, we could go like in so many different directions with this too. But I also yeah. want to bring it back because otherwise we're going to so many different <laughs> subjects. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, what is what is it that separates people? Like, you know, I would say even marriages, relationships, friendships. It's the uncommunicated expectations. I think you should talk about yeah. it since it's coming up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, we'll we'll circle back. But, yeah. but relationships have been really like a key thing that's coming up. And I was telling, oh, me and Diana, we talking about this last week Um where it's like, that's what the enemy, or I think it was uh, anyways, the enemy is coming after marriages because mm. that's how he dismantles the family. Mm-hmm. And that's how he dismantles humanity mm-hmm. because how that, that unit. So, so what were you saying? You were talking about communication
1: and expectations. Well, So with that, first thing, what does the the devil, what does the enemy hate the most? Number one thing, man. Why? Man is created in God's image, right? Yeah. Now, second thing, what does God hate the most? I'm sorry. What does the devil hate the most is marriage, right? A holy matrimony, right? Because when two or more are gathered, the Holy Spirit is there. Yeah. Right? When you have two people that come in equal in yoke. Yep. Right? And they're to raise God-fearing children. They are there to make an impact for the kingdom, to bring people to the kingdom, which takes away from the devil's army. Right? Like This is a battle. That's why it says put on the whole armor of God. There would be no armor if there was no battle. Facts.
0: Put on the whole
1: arm of God. <laughs> yeah. Why? That arm is meant for battle. Yeah. Right? So, in a marriage, you know, the expectation for, for most people is to be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. Right? You have kids. And if these kids, if the enemy can dismantle the, the family there, at, at the parental uh, origin there, yep. then that trickles down to the kids. And what is that going to cause in the generations, mm-hmm. for yeah. generations? They're going to see that mom and dad were split. It's normal culture, society. It's norm. What's the divorce rate now? It's like 60%. 60, 60%? Orange County here, probably even higher. <laughs> oh, like 80%. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and of those people that are, that are married, how many of them are actually happy, right? So there's just like some daunting stats out there. Um, yeah. But if you could dismantle like... That family, it's going to trickle down for generations. These kids are going to see, you know, that it's normal for that to happen. Then it continues. yeah, Right? And then oftentimes with divorce, right, there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of… Miscommunication. Um, <laughs> a lot of miscommunication. <laughs> yeah. And then it trickles down into, you know, coping mechanisms of, mm-hmm. like, sadness, like alcohol, drugs, you know, uh, sex, like pornography, yeah. sex, all whatever. You know, so there's all that. So within marriage, they typically say three things are the top three uh, things that will break down a marriage, right? Which is one, uh, intimacy, so like sex, right? And kids, and finances. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what typically most people say. Yeah. Umbrellaed underneath that what I would submit to you is the uncommunicated expectations. Mm-hmm. are the expectations on how to raise the kids? What is the expectations on how to uh, manage the finances? What are the expectations of intimacy? Mm-hmm. What are the needs of the person? Like how frequent? You know, if we are to die to our flesh, like, and, and I'm supposed to give my, my body is now my wife's, my wife's, is now, her body is now mine, are we communicating what it is that we need from one, one, one another so that our our flesh can be satisfied so we don't go out and sin, right? It's like, hey, I got community. Like, babe, like, you know, feeling some type of way right now. You know, I miss you, <laughs> right? And I say that not not only in a fleshy way, because, like, yeah. I want to ensure myself to not go out there and have these feelings, too. That's that's where we we're made. Like, we were made to be fruitful and multiply. Like, sex is good. Yeah. God made it. Yeah. in the context of a holy matrimony of a marriage yeah right so, so good. yeah Uncommunicate communicate I mean, expectations yeah and it's so
0: good man that's i mean imagine how much problems arguments division can be avoided if people were taught how to communicate but and, and it goes back to this right um it goes back to this, in my opinion, this is where it starts. Mm. It starts with, with the enemy attacking masculinity, right? In this image of toxic masculinity that's been portrayed for years, mm. where it's, if you are a man, you don't talk about your feelings. Mm-hmm. You don't talk about how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's weak. Mm-hmm. No, it's not weak. Mm-hmm. Every human was created... In the image of God. Mm -hmm. God has emotions. Mm -hmm. God expresses his emotions. So, where did we get the idea that it's weakness to express emotion? The enemy. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if he can convince us that expressing our emotions is a weakness, we're going to suppress our emotions. When we suppress our emotions, exactly what you're talking about starts coming into play. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important. There's way too many young guys in their teenage years that are deceived, lied to, that believe that being a man means I I shouldn't feel, and if I do feel, that means I'm weak. Yeah, You're human. You're going to feel. It's a part of the human experience. Like, Jesus. Jesus, for goodness sakes, he yeah. felt yep. his emotions. He was frustrated. He was angry. He was sad. He was hurt. He wept. He flipped tables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that people should go around flipping no, tables. No. But, <laughs> but there's, yeah. There's I mean, a righteous anger, yeah, I, I righteous would say. Righteous anger, exactly. Anger at the sin, right? Yes. Anger at the
1: sin, not the man still.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, that that's, that's something that I that I struggled with for a long time.
1: Yeah, no, I, all of us, I think, uh, majority of us, especially within our generation, I, I, I believe that this current generation, what are they, what are they even called now? Gen Z, Zers, is that what, is that what they are? The yeah, Gen Zers. Yeah, yeah. It's like now for them, I feel like because it was social media, that people are talking about it more about you know being open, being vulnerable, being transparent in those ways uh, that they are allowed to be able to kind of talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and I would say there's even there's so many like hyper ends of things, right? Mm. That there's even almost like where it's like hyper sensitive, where like it's everything is like a very sensitive topic at this point. Yeah. I'm like and would not even be able to have discussion about it, like a healthy discussion about it. Right. So yeah. there's like, you know, there's toxic masculinity and then there's also like the opposite end of that toxic sensitive t- <laughs> yeah toxic, toxic sensitivity, sensitivity <laughs> it's like it's like okay everything is like so sensitive you can't talk about anything with you yeah right and like i don't know how to how to get through at, th- and, at that and, point.
0: I, and, and i don't think that we as um a generation got to experience like what a healthy human being looks like and how a healthy human being operates jesus christ Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Facts. But I mean, we didn't see it modeled in our homes. Like I didn't see it. I didn't see it at home. Like I didn't experience that in my, in, in my family with my parents to be able to go. So it's like, it's like unlearning the bad behaviors and the bad expect the wrong expectations and relearning and having to teach yourself. And I think that's, um, what a lot of people are not. I don't see a lot of people in Gen Z doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah um there's man we are there's like so many like subjects <laughs> I wanna go after on this too like we're gonna we're gonna be coming back to yeah to a lot of these subjects i think uh but i want i I'm always keeping in mind to come back to the yes. original point too right um but yes, toxic masculinity thing yeah. out there I think that's a whole nother podcast that we could probably talk about yeah like we could probably talk for hours on that one alone for sure um. So I'm going to swing back to the original yeah. one too. Of Yesterday. Communication, right? Uh, what was it? We were at, when you were walking, talking about your emotions and you were expressing it. like
0: Yeah, we were talking about like, are you the uh, hero? Yeah, the events
1: and the roles, the different roles. That's right. Yeah. So let's kind of tie it back into that. right? You asked me, so what role are we to play? Right. And I never thought about that because I've never been asked that. Like, I always think about the events, like, like what roles are p- happening here? What's how do I navigate and how do I help this person coach them through the situation? Right. And I was like, huh. And then I felt like the Holy Spirit just gave me a little like nugget. It's like, we're to play the messenger. Mm-hmm. There's a fourth role in there. <laughs> yeah. We're to be the messenger. Right, no. we're, we're we're to play the role of not the hero, because as we know, Jesus Christ is the hero. The Holy Spirit is the one who has the power. Mm-hmm. We're to be used as his vessels to deliver his message, to deliver the good news. That is the great commission. Yep. Right, to to be able to be a good messenger, we gotta have good communication. Yep. Right, we gotta understand the audience. Who are we talking to? You know, what is their language? right if i'm speaking to the younger generation like am i speaking the language that will connect with them if i'm speaking to the older generation am i speaking to a language that will connect with them yeah if i'm using the slang words of like all these young cats to the like you know 70s 80s they're like they're gonna have no idea i have no idea sometimes lit (laughs) it's lit What?
0: What? Riz.
1: Somebody told me like charisma like charisma. Like they oh that person got riz. I'm like what does that mean? Riz? Yeah, I just learned that like this past, uh, what was it? What was that Easter. It was uh, <laughs> my wife's like nephews and they're like, oh, this is this thing I got Riz. And it's like an attraction apparently. So, uh. so they just got this Riz about them, right? So you got like, charisma. Yeah. So that's where I guess the Riz comes from. I don't know. I may be butchering it, Gen Zers. Y- y'all can correct me on the comments later. Uh, um, I-, I-, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I know I have some of my like,
0: little cousins, So I'm like, what language is <laughs> ebonics is like a whole nother like form took on a whole new form where it's like what in the world these mumble rappers got these Dude, kids stupid bro i i'm sorry They're, no they I, I just mean, don't they just don't dumb. know what good music is <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm just kidding you guys are not dumb i was mean i apologize take that back back in my day we had take backs you could yeah, take back take and backs. it didn't count <laughs> you got three take backs bro <laughs> i just used my first <laughs> one <laughs> take backs but but um, yeah
1: just just being the messenger like we gotta be as a messenger we gotta understand like what is the message yeah right? like this is the message right? right how do we translate this to the people that we're talking to as as the messenger yeah right and oh. and
0: and also i think about it too where it's like the message the messenger is not really as concerned with what happens after the message is delivered i'm just thinking about this in a high level i'm not saying that we as believers should not care about you know what happens with the people that we're talking to but i'm just saying it's not up to it's not up to the messenger to convince the people that are receiving the message what to do with it. His job is simply to deliver that message, to do his job. And the rest is up to the person that wrote the message mm-hmm. and the message itself. Mm-hmm. So it to me, like that conversation just helped Solidify um, the fact that like that burden is is not ours to bear yep
1: yeah, his yoke is easy, and his burden yeah. is light,
0: yeah, and I think about like, an, like a messenger we talk, about, we talk about think about an ambassador mm-hmm. like along the same lines as a light a messenger, a light, an ambassador, an ambassador represents right he represents, and he in his country. And, however, people receive that is not is not his business. Yeah, it's not up. It's not his business how how he's received. He is. It's his responsibility to be a, obedient and a good representative ambassador to who he's representing.
1: Yeah, I I would almost uh I would not, uh, not necessarily challenge that statement either though um i believe that a messenger and ambassador are two different roles however we have both within us yeah right because an ambassador like you said is a representation of the country of who they're representing right when they go to foreign nations they're a representative of that nation and how they present themselves is important because they're reflecting that that nation yeah. Right. So if the US goes to China, it's like how are they um, holding themselves when they're how are they conducting themselves when they're in that country? Mm-hmm. Are they just wow and out, don't care about what they're doing, uh, you know, just loose and free on their own like a like a cowboy? Yeah. Or are they operating under the context of how the US wants them to conduct? Yep. And what I would submit to you that we are ambassadors of Christ of the kingdom, yep. so it is important of how we conduct ourselves in the world because we are representations of God's children and kingdom and what's to come. Absolutely, right. So it's even that much more important, I think.
0: But I, I agree, with, and that's not what I, I didn't mean. That it's that for us to like go out and do whatever. I just meant yeah, yeah. how they, if the person that's receiving that is offended by us being obedient to God. Yeah. It, it's or maybe offended is too strong, but if they're not receiving who we're representing, it's not a it's not a direct offense upon us. Yeah. Cuz Jesus said they hated me first. Mm. They're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. It's 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 almost expected to be disliked, to be hated, to be just, you know, um disregarded um because Jesus was and and so why would we expect anything less? Anything less? Yeah, yeah. And if we're not if we're not like experiencing any
1: of that what does that say also? Yeah, are we conforming to the world or are we standing true to what we're called to do and who to be? Yeah. No, I yeah. totally get you on yeah. that on that. I just want to Cast those like two points of messenger and ambassador too. Yeah. The message is a delivery one thing and the ambassador is, you know, yeah. how we conduct and carry ourselves. Yeah. I think it's important of how we conduct and carry ourselves when we are entering into the places, into the marketplace, into yeah. our workplaces. 100%. Into you know, the family events and all that too. Yeah. as we are ambassadors and now to be a messenger yeah. as well. 100%. Um Yeah, I think that just goes back to the effective being an effective communicator, understanding like the scriptures, understanding the Bible, right? The Word of God, and actually reading through the entire thing to have full context of the Word of God, of Jesus, right? This you want to learn about Jesus and who he is and God, you got to read cover to cover cuz how many christians out there proclaim that they are christians that they are s- saved by Christ and have yet to read the bible cover to cover and notice i said that they are his sa- they they claim that he is savior yeah but if he is lord and savior you will submit yourself to his authority how do you know what his authority is if you haven't read through <laughs> this dude. and his commandments bars
0: <laughs> <laughs> because oh my gosh dude that's crazy because that's that's been on my heart too this is something that I was thinking about earlier today yeah literally earlier today mm. i was i was thinking about how to implement that where it's like we there's so many people that read the bible to get something for themselves. It's like they're treating it like a self-help manual. Like, let me go look for the part that's going to make me feel good today. Yeah. That's going to give me the motivation to go out and do what I got to do. You're missing the point. You're completely missing the point. The the Bible is a is a is a story. It's a letter to the people that are belong to God. And if we belong to God but we don't know what's in this letter what what are we doing? yeah and and it goes back to the Lord and Savior God in the, the Bible there's nowhere in the Bible that says Jesus can be Savior alone but not Lord. Mm. you don't get to choose the Savior part but leave the Lord part behind and there's so many people that claim that Jesus is their Lord, but like you said don't know don't know what he said how, are you, how is he your Lord? How yeah. are you his disciple? How are you his follower? but you're not following him, but you're not listening to him, but you're not reading what he wrote you, yeah, he wrote you a message read
1: it yep <laughs> yep and and I would say this that i I believe that we get to. As like harsh, and I I feel I pray that you know that's impactful for those who are listening, and powerful like of that statement that that can change you your thoughts and your heart posture about it about reading the Bible. Um, I also want to extend that same hand of grace and mercy as well. That it's a refining process as well. So it's not like you read the Bible and you're a perfect Christian right away. No, it's like you're not. gonna read it over and over and over. <clears throat> yeah. And I know people who are seasoned, you know, the elders, the oaks, right? The that, OGs. The OGs, yeah, who have read it, you know, five, ten, twenty, forty, fifty, sixty plus years. Yeah. Right. Every year. And they still find new things because they're gonna be in different seasons of their lives and this gonna speak a different message. Yep. Right. Same book. The messages hit different because they're in different walks and seasons of their of their life.
0: Yeah, and because the word of God is alive, hundred percent. It's it's every time you read it, God will speak to you. Mm-hmm. And it's not that the message changes; it's that the application changes.
1: Yeah, Holy Spirit will nudge w- those scriptures and verses and impress it upon your heart. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, and I, I'm glad you said that because sometimes I can get a little. Um, excited
1: no it's um, good to be it's
0: uh, and not 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 just excited but a little bit just god adamant <laughs> yeah.
1: the god of the universe man right? it's good He's to be god. excited about yeah. that
0: Yeah, no i mean i get adamant about like and, and maybe fr- frustrated about um people but it's just i you get to a point where it's like people complain about their life and their situation mm. and it's like you have the word of god in front of you yeah And it's like, it's sad. It's actually, honestly, it's more so sad than anything else because we're just, we're so distracted. We're so distracted and and blinded um, and thinking that, you know, I said a prayer on Sunday or I said a prayer on Easter or Christmas, whatever it was, and I accepted Jesus into my heart and I said that sinner's prayer and that was enough. And I can go back to living my life the way that I was living it before. Yeah. and i think there's so many people in the church that believe that and there's no fruit right they they there's no change in their yeah. life like you can be in church and not be changed but you cannot experience jesus and not be changed mhm you can't so um got that from the movie yesterday yeah yeah I was, I, know. I was like bars bars that was derek prince derek prince said that i can't take credit yeah. for it but but it's bars uh, to
1: you derek prince
0: in heaven he's in heaven now so yeah.
1: <laughs> i should i guess i should look up got, and say it to the gold camera
0: bars. you got gold bars up got the there. Gold bars. <laughs> but it's true like there's it's like so i i i'm just so um, fired up about this and i want I really want this message to get out to every single person that, that, that can hear it. Like Christianity is not a religion. It's not this mundane set of rules. It's not going to church every Sunday, reading your Bible every day and singing worship songs and tithing. And that's not the extent of it. Mm -hmm. That is, that is like the surface. That is not like, that's not even the point, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, it's not, supposed to just make you a better person and it's not just supposed to make you feel a little bit better and be your ticket to heaven and god is not there to help you accomplish everything on your goals list on your to-do list that's not the purpose of jesus coming and dying um for our sins so that way you can um you can become the next 30 under 30 and the next you know, billionaire, or be on Shark Tank or whatever it is that your goal is. You know, make it to the NBA. Mm. Um, yeah, so <laughs> a that's been a <laughs> message. I can tell that one's been. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, there's there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot.
1: Um, <laughs> Let's see where where were we on that one?
0: We were we were so uh, different
1: different roles: the messenger, ambassador, right, and yeah. then going back. So yeah, that, that was like the one of the golden nuggets, I think, is that we're just to be that messenger. And I think yeah. by that time I had work and then we we went back and then Yeah. And then uh fast forward to later on that night, I guess. Yeah, so probably to come back into the, the very beginning <laughs> of this podcast. How long are we into this, bro? Forty four minutes. 44? All right. Forty four minutes. That's not too bad. Uh, uh
0: so so let me just let me like recenter the story. So I'm yeah. um, I'm uh I'd said no to going to the movie. Yeah. I'm laying on the couch. I took a nap. I just woke up. Kevin calls me. He's like, bro, I really think you should come tonight.
1: I felt in my spirit. I was like, yo, I I said that. I I feel in my spirit that you should be coming.
0: Yep. And I had felt it. I got the thought came to my mind earlier. I was like, man, I'm not doing anything. I should just go. But I was just like, "Eh." so when you called me and you were like, you should come. I was like, all right, let's go yeah um and again this the movie the movie is called come out in jesus's name yeah
1: and let me just it, it is by uh it is by greg greg Locke as well so, so just, just to confirm that for you what's the overview oh,
0: i want to see if there's like an overview um okay so here here's here's the here's like the the a little bio on it. Following a startling chain of events, the most controversial pastor in America, Greg Locke, took a 180-degree turn from his mainstream religious traditions and led his church to the brink of revival. He and a diverse group of unconventional preachers then began to spark the most important important awakening in the history of the Christian church through the most unlikely means by casting out demons. This fiery film documents the beginning of their journey. So I, I, I ended up going to the movie, um, and like the part that really tripped me out that I didn't know about was that he was a Baptist pastor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this, it wasn't like he grew up in the Pentecostal, um, Apostolic. What's the other uh, Charismatic?
1: Charismatic. Yeah. Uh, he
0: didn't grow up in that in that type of environment. Mm-hmm. He was. Baptist
1: like firm hardcore. like hardcore Baptist too yeah for um, his and, words <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so he and he and he was very skeptical about that side of Christianity yeah, the charismatic Pentecostal
1: side charismania I'd, I'd probably say more of that charismania <laughs> yeah. that's
0: that's, 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 a, that's the one of the that's like that the
1: used. very far end yeah you'd be charismatic be charismatic as i i'll, I'll quote out on, uh, Ruslan that says, like, he's a like, for instance, for him, he calls himself a charismatic with a seatbelt on. Yeah. And the seatbelt is the word of God. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, all
0: right, cool. It should be, it should, it all should be the word of God. Everyone,
1: everyone should have a seatbelt. Yeah. And the seatbelt is the word of God. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Um, so
1: how would you describe the movie? How would I describe the movie? Um, well, first I like, even getting to that it, it makes me also think, like, just God's intricacies. Mm. Like, if I wasn't available at the time that you called, because typically I'm working at that time, yeah, right? And the fact that you were free and I had the time for us to get together and walk together and talk about those things and just kind of have the Holy Spirit uplift both of us. yeah, I, I feel like if I were to have called you that night, uh, last night, like would would you have responded the same if we didn't have that connection at that earlier time in the day yeah, you I know think about that exactly yeah. yeah my brain like i always like to like follow like how did how did these events happen i could like go back in my life i'm like papa it's like a puzzle to me but it makes me think it's just like the intricacies of god and his details yeah of if that didn't happen then when i called you would it have been as effective to minister to your heart and your spirit to actually go. Yeah. Dang. Right. So I I all set up. Yeah. It was all (laughs) set up. (laughs) No, for real. Like, dude, like, so, uh, your question was like what my thoughts were on the movie. Yeah. Uh, my, my thoughts, let's see on the movie. I think overall I want to watch it again. Probably. I don't know how many times, four or five, times at least just so I, there's so much golden nuggets in there yeah that i want to like rewatch it so i could get more and more out of it yeah um it opened my eyes to a different sector of of our faith i would say because mm. uh there was like three three sections that they were talking about do you remember the three that they listed out no uh, Man, I think one of them is being like kind of, kind of like the evangelistic side, uh-huh. right? And then there's also the, like fruit, like the gifts of the spirit side, uh-huh. right? Those are the two things. And then I believe, and I could totally be butchering this, but I'll have to go back and watch, or someone on YouTube, one of you commenters can correct me. And then the third thing was deliverance. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that was missing. Of the three components, okay, for the for a follower or a disciple of Christ, for our faith to really take wildfire,
0: we got to see the power of God working firsthand, mm. firsthand, and not that it, I haven't experienced them in my life, but this was just another level yeah. to me. So after the movie, what happened was. The, there's a couple sitting in the front that said if anybody wants deliverance come to the front. Yeah. And you and Diana were already we we're prepping already prepping for this. Or something like this Diana. Yeah.
1: So um we <laughs> Diana sent a voice text to me um saying that hey, I know this may sound crazy, but just hear me out. I think that with this deliverance movie if there's no one there to do it, she felt like the spirit, like we're called to be the ones to do it. Right. And I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she sent me like the videos on the ones that people were doing the previous night before she gave me some resources because she was working. And she's like, Hey, if you had time, kind of just prep yourself. And I'm just like, all right, wherever the Holy spirit leads, I'm like in my head, my flesh was like, God, I hope somebody's here at that. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> it's like, to be honest, like, I'm like, I'm not, I felt like, you know, I, I, I haven't been it's equipped e- equipped fully, but like, all yeah. we need is the Holy Spirit to equip us technically, yeah. right? Yeah. We just, we're to obey, we're to hear, obey, and uh, execute on those things. For sure. So I was like, okay, I watched the video a couple of times. I was like prepping. That's why like in the, in the movie, as I'm watching it, in the back of my mind, I'm also looking at the time. I'm like, okay like it's almost go time It's almost go time <laughs> i was like all right i had to go to the bathroom i was like i kind of reviewed my notes and stuff and i was like, like reviewing it and i thought it was two hours because it said it was like two hours on yeah. the on the description or whatever yeah. but it ended like an hour at uh hour and a half so i was like oh crap so i started to go back up towards the seat and that's when the couple uh said like we're here to do deliverance if anybody needs it right and then Uh, diana she ran down and started talking to them right i was like i was like oh she was like she's already down there and then everyone like already started walking down right so the aisles already like packed up and i'm like and then she just started she just she just went and she started to she said you know we're gonna be doing a mass deliverance right now if you guys are are open to it like I want you guys to just repeat after me, and she just went into her her whole thing, yeah. like into the prayer, into uh, this mass deliverance. And I have the
0: video of Diana, literally yeah. praying over the entire, the whole movie theater. Pretty much like barely anybody left. Yeah, everyone that was in the theater was was repeating this prayer.
1: Everyone was repeating. They were either standing or sitting.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and I, man, I. I wish I had got what happened after that on on the <laughs> camera too. I don't know if that would have been appropriate for whoever. It's was.
1: there's there's other videos of the one from the night before that's on yeah. there.
0: Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So after Diana gets done saying this prayer, um, this guy, this other guy's name is Andrew. He gets up and he starts talking. If anyone wants prayer, just start confessing right now. Whatever you need prayer for, and some. There's this girl to our left that starts crying, and so he goes over to her and he starts rebuking the devils off of her. Um, and then there's like another lady that comes up, and then there's a two, like one or two more on on the right side, and you yeah. just start hearing shrieks, yep, of 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 demons manifesting, yep, in people yep. in the movie theater, and there's probably like three or four of them from this team andrew his wife his sister and someone else yeah that are just got their hands on casting out mm-hmm. these demons mm-hmm. and so we me, you and diana we got assigned because we were right there we, we were right there in the mix we got assigned to someone mm-hmm. and we start praying and oh. and laying hands and just praying in jesus's name and commanding Jesus them. of
1: Nazareth by the blood of Jesus come out like come we out. had the same authority so like during that yeah. time there's a person that came up to me uh while like he guys were like while he was talking to those people too Jake and like he said he, he came over to me he's like, I felt you know Holy, Holy Spirit led me to you and just wanted to pray over you and he just prayed over me to an increase of like my boldness and everything else like that I'm to be doing and to encourage me it was just like this awesome prayer and after that I just like Alright, it's go time. <laughs> like, I was like, thank you, Holy Spirit. Like, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Jake, shout out to you if you ever hear uh, this podcast, but he like prayed over me, so Holy Spirit used him, and it's like, got me to get out of my kind of head, like, of like, you know, what's the process? How should I go about it? All this, and it was just, go.
0: And I went, dude, my orig- I originally went down there, because I was like, dude, I want prayer.
1: <laughs> That's why <what> I, <laughs> I went down. I'm like, pray for me,
0: dude. Like, me? I want deliverance. Yeah. Um, and I ended up Getting assigned to, like, and I, we started helping them out, and and um, it was it was wild. So we had one girl that that Diana was was really taking lead on, and she was yeah. praying for this girl. Should
1: we say the name or just keep the name out? I'll uh, keep I the name out. Her name. I remember her name. You oh, know okay. why? Why? Well, oh Should yeah. I, 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 say? I, I mean, <laughs> That's I mean, there's no last name to yeah, it. Yeah. But we. I mean, you can say she it. Had the same name as Diana. Yeah, like, yeah, it's the yeah, same exact I name as Diana. Right it's like afterwards, we found out, like, oh,
0: what. That's crazy, and yeah. so that the, so she starts, she starts. The Holy Spirit's giving her specific spirits that are attached to this to this girl, and that she's rebuking them. And as she starts getting more specific with the spirit, the spirit starts manifesting even more, and screaming and shrieking, and I, dude, ben I am serious. not kidding, bro. I am not kidding. I would not make this up. It was in so 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 she's screaming and crying and screaming and crying. And we and we're all three of us are praying for her. And there's another guy too. At this point, there's like four of us all praying over her at this time. Yeah, in AMC in Tustin at the at the the marketplace. Uh, uh, the, the district.
1: district. The district. Theater Four. <laughs> Theater Four. <laughs> Left, right. That's what he's were <laughs>
0: But, and so she, uh, so once we start, we start getting really aggressive and in our prayers, like, you know, I would say authoritative. Authoritative. Yeah, yeah, that's a better word. Thank you. Yeah. And Diana, the, the girl ends up puking. Yeah. And that's how the spirits get expelled. When That's how you know the spirits come out is when they, that's one of the ways.
1: It's one of the ways. Yeah, it could be, People sometimes throw up. Sometimes people like uh, dry heave. Sometimes people just like burp, or you know, yeah. yelp, or whatever. There, there's so many different expressions, and it could cough. She was coughing too. Yeah. She
0: coughed, and then she threw up, and and then it was she was released. Yeah, and but that wasn't even the craziest one.
1: That was not even crazy. That yeah, she was a powerful. That was that was an amazing one like to witness because like her body was convulsing, and everything yes. like she was like. Out there, it was like, yeah, I've never seen a firsthand like that of a deliverance, but I could circle back to my time of when I was like 18, 19, when I also experienced, um. I would say a possession takeover. Well, let me t- let well. me talk about well, this well, other yeah. girl. And then I, I just wanted to want like kind drop a pin on that one to come back to. Yes,
0: that one is insane. And that was
1: before you were even a believer. Oh, that was way before. That was, yeah. That story trips.
0: That story is, that's a cr- is insane. But that's like a, I was like out of a movie or something. Oh, like. 100%. Yeah. I was out of a movie. So there's another but. girl that's there and she's she's also crying so after, after, we would, after this girl was good, I walked over and Andrew, the guy Andrew that was spearheading this thing, he was the one taking charge and he's just talking to the demon. And you can see this girl's face just change from her normal like crying face to her eyes f- switch. She starts laughing at Andrew. And just like mocking him. (laughs) I was like, I couldn't believe we were in Orange County in the movie theater doing this. Like this was like, this is stuff that I heard. Like my grandpa was in Egypt. He was a pastor and he used to expel demons. And I heard about it. I'm like, that stuff happens in Africa. That stuff happens in Egypt. It's like, there's like voodoo and witchcraft out there. But the stuff that she was saying that she was involved with. So she didn't know. When when Andrew asked her how these demons got legal access to her, she didn't know. Mm. But the demon knew. Because when the demon manifested, she, she, she listed off about 10 different types of witchcraft that that girl gave access to those demons voodoo tarot cards ouija boards sex witchcraft there's a bunch of witchcraft that i've never even heard of that she gave access to these demons to come in and possess her Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it was the most insane experience so you look at an experience like that and it's like how can you not a believe in god after that if you if you didn't believe in him before and b how can you not want to give your life to him like these spirits these evil spirits tremble and scream at the name of jesus do you have any more doubts <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any more doubts about Christianity, about the Bible, about Jesus? After that, I mean, <laughs> I'm still in shock. I'm still like processing, like processing uh, what happened
1: yesterday. <laughs> it's, it's funny, like oh yeah, <laughs> it's like seeing all that, and then just reminded me. Oh man, there's just, there's so much to like, it's hard to wrap the head around the entire whole thing. At the same time, I wasn't surprised because I've seen it. I did. I've dismissed it before. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. It just, it brings me back to, and I'll probably touch up on that story. Yeah. Of when I was, I want to say, I think I was 18, probably 19, 19 years old by that time. Um, One of my friends, right, Gerald, back listens. from uh, NorCal, he and his friends, like, played with a Ouija board. Back then, I was of the world, in the world and of the world, right? Yeah. I like just did not believe in God at that point, even after what I'm about to tell you. I still didn't believe in God. Um. So, they played with a Ouija board, and then... You know, nothing happened immediately. But then, like, I guess a couple days later, something, like, at nighttime... I forgot exactly at what time, but it was, like, sometime probably between, like, midnight and three, like, for some reason. It was around that time. Somewhere, like, late uh, that this thing would manifest and come out. So they played with the Ouija board, and these are all non-believers, too. Right? Nobody went to church or anything like that, either. And they said that this that our, one of our friends like would start acting different. Mm. And we're like, "What?" And then like their friends started telling us about it and we were like, "Okay, we got to go see this." Right? And then I the memories I have of it is like the first experience was when we were at I do it was a it was a frozen yogurt shop. Yeah, I remember they told me about Yeah, this. I was at a frozen yogurt shop and one of my friends, she was closing up the shop and stuff. So we're just there chilling, you know, like just homies, like close up shop. We'll just be in here. And that thing came out. I was like, it was, it was like, it was him and not him. Because at, at that point, it, it still spoke like, you know, normal words, but the, it was not him because it was like the whole demeanor, the the presence, everything about him was different, right? And I remember uh, one of our friends, she was sitting in a spot uh, somewhere and he was at the other side of the bench. And this is a long bench, like, I don't know on this video to give you perception of it, but I'll I'll tell you, since you're here, you can actually visually see. Well, it's probably at least two and a half of these down. So imagine someone sitting here, right? And my friend's here and he's all the way there. Right? And then in one hit, like from his hand, he goes and literally went from that place to here, right next to her. Looked her dead in the eye. And like, I forgot what the what the exact words like is like, How are you doing? Like something like, like Oh yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I was, like, looking at you. like, and said, like, said something along the lines of, like, like, how are you or something like that. Like, what do you, like, something. I forgot what the exact words were. Something creepy. Something creepy to her. And she freaked out. She's, like, she froze, bro. I'm telling you. She, like, and Uh. we're, like, the rest of us at the homies, like, we got to close up and get out of here. We got to, like. Yeah, I, I man, I wonder if they had the cameras for for that thing if it was recording or not. Because um, it was it's crazy. Like no natural human could have kind of teleported, I would say, from that distance from a to sliding over there. I was like super wild. And it would just, yeah, that was that was like one experience of that, and at a certain time, uh, he would come back to come back to normal. Yeah, right. And this is over a course now, um, of about I want to say a month or so that this like this occurrence kept on happening. So this occurrence kept on happening, and like my my vivid memories of it were another t- of another time. Was when we were trying to get him to this like Catholic church because it was like, you know, we're thinking, like, you know, we got to bring him to this church and hopefully the, being in this space will help him, um, like, you know, calm down, like, whatever is happening inside of him. And I remember as we were driving, right, and I, I had him in the back of my car, and I was driving in my Acura Integra at the time, stick shift, black. Right? Of, course, of course you had an right, Acura Integra. You know, of course, dude. <laughs> Asian in the in the Bay Area, you know. Uh, I, used to,
0: I used to be obsessed with those.
1: <laughs> my my rice rocket. I, <laughs> I didn't have neon underglow though. Couldn't afford it.
0: <laughs> Dang, dude. Oh, that'd have been sick. Neon, neon green on black. <laughs>
1: Anyways. Um. Yeah, actually, before it was black, it was, like, this super faded, like, dark forest screen, actually, because I had, like, no money to, like, it was, like, sh- sunburnt and everything. That's yeah. actually the car that, that it was. It used to be my dream car. And eventually, <laughs> yeah, when I it worked, I had enough money to do the paint job on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's dope now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, as we were driving to the church, he was in in my backseat with my other friends that was, like, trying to hold him down, right? And I remember, look at my rearview mirror. We're getting, as we're getting closer, he started, like, trying to get out. Like, he started to break out of uh, the car. And it was, like, it was snarling, dude. It was, like, like just making these weird noises and, like, talking in a very demonic way, right? I remember this one moment I looked in my rearview mirror Bloodshot, red, glowing eyes. I kid you not. I was like, what did I just see? Red, bloodshot, glowing eyes. I was like, oh, what? At the the time, I was like, oh, beep, (laughs) beep, beep, right? And I remember we get us to like the stoplight where like, I'm trying to uh, pull right uh, soon at this time. But I need to get over on the lanes. And he busted out. He got free of like my friend's grips and ran out the door. And he was running across the street, right? I remember getting out of the car and running as fast as I could. And th- there was cars coming. Like this dude could have gotten himself killed. Well, the demon could have killed him. From that takeover. I mean, I freaking tackled him. Right. And like, luckily at that time, this is like my, like Muay Thai days when I was a fighter. <laughs> like, Cameron's faster than demons. No, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> caught I caught up fa- to him. <laughs> <laughs> I caught up to him and I, 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 I tackled him. <laughs> and I remember like, it was, was it crazy. was such a crazy time. And I put him back into the car. I closed it out. I was like, dude, got like, we got to keep it shut until we get over there. Yeah. Um, and we got there, and I remember, we we're like, after we got there, we we're in front of the, uh, the statue. I think it was a statue of Mary. Yeah, it was a statue of Mary at, at the time. And I remember putting like this freaking full lock, dude. I had full grip on this guy, and this guy's not normally that strong, but he was, like, fighting to get out. And me being like, still of the world, I was like, man, like, get out of him, like, come on, fight me, like, like fight me instead. Don't pick on somebody who's weaker. I will never say that again. though. shoot, because I said not, that. I said that to the demon. Oh, you are crazy, bro! <laughs> I, I didn't know about God <laughs> and the devil. You're I crazy? I was like, dude. I was like, in my flesh, like, oh yeah, I, like, because I don't want, I don't want them to hurt like my friends, you know. But you knew it was a demon. I knew it wasn't him. That's- but it wasn't necessarily. I knew it was something. Yeah, I knew it was like a. I knew it was demonic. I knew it was not is some type of spirit and demonic for sure. If I didn't correlate of this whole spiritual warfare God possession takeover like type yeah. of ordeal because I wasn't a believer. Yeah. I didn't believe in God. And I didn't even
0: exposed that. to that probably.
1: I was never exposed to it. Yeah. Right? I hear I hear God. I'm like, I'm God of the universe. Like Jesus Christ, what do you know about him? I know his name. Yeah. Supposedly he like died and rose on the cross. Um and, you know, when he came down came out of the grave okay yeah, <laughs> that was it yeah I didn't have any other basis for that yeah so that was another incident and I remember like they poured um, holy water on him and it would like burn he would shriek during that time and I remember just holding him for until like a certain time came and it would switch off and he has no recollection and he doesn't remember anything of like when he's taken over and I'm like Phew. Yeah, and I remember after that I was like, "Man, I'm like this is so crazy! I can't believe this is happening." It's like we have to keep doing this every single night. I was like, "Let's go get some beers, <laughs> let's go get some, let's go get some drinks, man. It's been tough. I'm tired. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, that was that was crazy, guys. All right, let's get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and I remember there was another time when we were at that same church. And their friends got a recording of him speaking, like I would say, in like demonic tongues, or I—I I don't know if that's necessarily the right word for it, but like mm. it's, that's what it sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like a demonic um, language. Yeah, it sounded. And I think it was like Latin or like, like something like that. Yeah. And then the friends brought it over to. Uh, one of the ministers and asked them to translate, it, and they were able to translate it. And it said on the translation that it was the 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 demon's name. Uh, I forgot what the exact name was, but it was the prince of hell. It was the like the devil's son. It was the prince of hell. And it said that it was going to take. Uh, it was, and it said that it was going to bring his friends too. Same. Right. This is all from the Ouija board, guys. All from the Ouija board. Well, that's, yeah. So that had happened. Another time, we're in the parking lot, and I remember there were a lot of witnesses. So I, I pray one day that all the people that were there can speak to this because there were so many people that were there that witnessed this. Yeah. When he was in the car, and at the time, he got taken over. And he was going crazy inside the car. We locked the car from the inside out. He couldn't get out. Uh, and he was like snarling, growling, like smashing his head in to, the, to the window. And at, by this point, like, he, he did get a cross, like wear on him, thinking that it might protect him. People were still not believers, <laughs> right? And he took this cross and started cutting into himself, drawing the cross upside down, his face, his chest, his arm—blood coming down. Using the cross, it was an upside down cross, and we were just like, "What the f- heck?" <laughs> Didn't say that. I said another <laughs> word. Yeah, and like literally, he's smashing his head to the window. Yeah man it's And at a certain time It would turn off And he's like
0: So did he end up getting So his, Yeah
1: With that a la- la- Last memory of it Is that You know the, how he said That like, the friends were coming Yeah Two more friends got taken over And then at a certain time that, that same time that The the possession comes in They start fighting one another Like these guys are friends And he's like Literally started Going at each other like to the point, like there's like as if they're trying to kill each other or something. Like what the heck? shattered windows, like from from the car, like it was wild. So that was my first experience of demon, like possession takeover. And I remember after each of those nights, probably had a lot of drinks afterwards. <laughs> 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 I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. Right. And eventually, the they got. well Actually, what was crazy was also they were asking for exorcism from the, like the Catholic Church, and they wouldn't perform it unless he got a psychiatric evaluation. I remember at that time that bugged me so wrong, and it made it's me. Mandatory. Huh? It's mandatory for the to do that. It's mandatory.
0: a lot of sense yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and if you guys can't see Josh is shaking his head no
0: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense
1: <laughs> if you guys are just listening yeah I'm just like I remember that that turned me off like a lot too because in my head I'm like you're supposed to be the church you're supposed to be the ones helping people but yet you need a psychiatric evaluation granted Catholic churches I'm, I'm sorry forgive me but I don't understand the rules and stuff like that's not my forte Not, I'm not a Catholic um, but it just at that time that's how I felt. I was like, you're supposed to be helping the people, but yet you need a medical documentation to say that they're not crazy in order for you to perform the exorcism. In my head, I'm like, why don't you perform the exorcism? And if it didn't work, maybe it is just that they're crazy.
0: Yeah, it's 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 the other way around. Of course, they're gonna say they're crazy. Yeah, of course they're gonna say they're crazy. Because of course <sighs> they're gonna they're gonna you, you expect the doctor to say he's demon possessed. <laughs> Thats yeah happen. so it's, it it's, it blows
1: it's. my mind dude i and I remember that rubbed me off the wrong way. I think that probably what is also what pushed me away to like God and religion at the time. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense That's
0: crazy, so your friends ended up getting saved,
1: so they did end up getting saved um I think they went to like another pastor or I guess a father would it be in the Catholic Church father, yeah. father? right um yeah. Rabbi with priest. the Jews, priest, because Christian church would be just pastor, right. yeah. So they said that they need to perform like a kind of like a ceremony to bury the Ouija board and to renounce like the spirits that came like to. So they did this whole burial ceremony thing, covered it, left it at that, and it was gone. They give they submitted themselves, gave their lives to Christ at that point, and like. I I haven't talked to them in such a long time. I would love to actually connect with them again and see like how they're doing since that point. That's because I'm now at this point in my life. Yeah. Because after that whole ordeal, that was like when I was 19. I didn't give my life to Christ till 2000 November 9th, 2019. Um. So was that we're in 2023? So three and a half years ago.
0: Yeah, but how many? Uh, how long between when you got saved and when that happened? So,
1: let's see, 19, probably 11, 12 years. Jeez. So, I still went about my life. (laughs) It's completely unfazed. (laughs) (laughs) Unfazed. (laughs) With more alcohol and more drugs. That's insane. I was like, all right, that was wild. Continue life as normal. That's insane. Now that it's behind us. But that's what the enemy does, Right. He just comes in and just allows us to just go back into that perpetual cycle so that we don't question it anymore. Because what did we all do? Like, what did all the homies do at that point? We, we all did the same things. We just, you know, we would drink afterwards or we would be smoking or whatever it is to chill.
0: Yeah, unwind.
1: <laughs> unwind. A long day. Yeah.
0: Of, of dealing with some demons. Yeah. But
1: it's just, to me, it's just,
0: it's it's so it's so encouraging to like an experience like we had last night, you know, the power of God yeah on display. Yeah. Um and just you know, cuz we've we've been we've been on this journey right of like getting deeper into the word and and you know, Trying to actually like, as far as myself, and I know you've been on this journey as well, which is like trying to figure out like, where's the power, right? Like, did was that just for the apostles? Was that just for the twelve apostles of Jesus Christ, or was that some power the Holy Spirit supposed to continue? And there's a verse, I think that's at the end of Mark.
1: Is that the one you're pulling up? No, I've got a different verse, but go for it. Let me see.
0: So it's the last chapter of Mark, Mark 16, and it's the last verse. So Mark 16, verse 20 says and the disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them confirming what they said by many miraculous signs and that's a, that's that's from the NLT the TPT says and the apostles went out announcing the good news everywhere and the Lord himself consistently worked with them validating the message they preached with miracle signs that accompanied them and like where are, so, so where are the miracle signs like why can't why haven't I experienced that myself why haven't I experienced being able to perform that myself am I mm. lacking something mm. um, and so having an experience like I did last night was um, I felt like it was God meeting me exactly where I was and especially after the day that I had prior and everything leading up to that moment It was very evident, like you said, in the intricacies of what happened, that God was setting that up for me to experience that. Um, And just the beauty of knowing that we don't have to continue living our lives the way that we always have been. We don't have to continue experiencing these oppressions that we've been experiencing from the enemy, we can actually li- live in victory and what, and what it looks like to live in victory under the blood of Jesus Christ. Um, and so I'm, this is just the beginning. Yeah. And like, I'm just so excited to, to dive into this more and un, un unravel this experience, unravel these, this, these teachings and this ministry and, 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 See where it leads. Where it leads, yeah. yeah.
1: You mind if I uh, touch point on, on one? Uh, so it's in Romans eight eleven. The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. So we've got the same Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead. He dwells within us. He is with us, and we have that same authority and power. Chills. That's so good, right, man? And to kind of pair to pair that with with this part here in Acts three, I'm so just so I could kind of give context. I'm I'm just gonna read through it. Yeah. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the Beautiful Gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet and began to walk. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All of the people saw him walking and heard him praising God when they realized he was the lame beggar that they had seen so often at the beautiful gate. They were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. Peter saw this saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, he said, what is so surprising about this? And why stare at us as though we had made this man walk by our own power or godliness? For for it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of all our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. This is the same Jesus whom you handled, whom you handed over and rejected before Pilate. Despite Pilate's decision to release him, you rejected his holy, righteous one and instead demanded the release of a murderer. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses of this fact. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed. And you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. Friends, I realize that what you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance. But God was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the Messiah. That he must suffer these things. Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then, times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will again send you, Jesus, your appointed Messiah. For he must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up, will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people, Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Then Moses said, Anyone who will not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from God's people. Starting with Samuel, every prophet spoke about what is happening today. You are the children of those prophets, and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, Through your descendants, all families on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, Jesus, he sent him first to you people of Israel to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways. Amen. So, Major, I want to give the entire context of all that with that Romans of that Holy Spirit there that dwells within us, right? Yeah. Which is that even when Peter and John went in to heal him he said people of Israel he said what is so surprising about this and why stare at us though as we made this man walk by our own power or godliness yeah they were humble enough at that point to say it's not by us it's by the power of the Holy Spirit by Jesus.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy that you bring that up because as you, as I was, as we were talking earlier, and I was like, just so ecstatic about what happened last night. I just felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, "Like, why is this so ex- like exciting for <laughs> you?" <laughs> like, I was like, "Why is this so exciting for you?" This is this should be normal Christianity. Mm. This is this is what Christianity is. Yep. This is not extreme. This is not um, super Christian. This this is the mandate. The mandate was to go out, create disciples, and in the process, cast out demons. You will have and the heal. power to and heal. Mm-hmm. So, like the fact that. The fact that the, that this is so exciting, um, not that it's a bad thing, but it just goes to show how far we've strayed away from where we should be, yeah. and allowed the enemy to creep in through culture, through movies, through media, through music. Mm. And he was talking about in the movie about you know witchcraft just being creeping into our our society, into our culture. Like Sabrina, the Teenage Witch was. A, I used to watch that show growing
1: yeah. up. A show that was just playing that I saw. I was like, Oh yeah, I used to watch that show too. <laughs> Charmed. Yeah, you know,
0: it's uh, all these these shows, these movies, yeah. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Lord of The yeah. Ring. I don't know about Lord of the Rings if there's any witchcraft. I'm sure there is, but um, all of these all these movies that have normalized witchcraft, yeah, and and given permission for the enemy to take residency in our in our minds and our hearts. The music. And the enemy is not even being subtle about it anymore. He's being so blatant in the Mm. music. And uh, these, these musicians and these rappers and these singers just showing Satan off. And the church is so blind. Maybe not all of the church, but there's so many people that are like, they see it, but I just can't get myself to stop listening to rap like it's just, I'm not even gonna get into it. That's, just, that's, that's just, because like, they need
1: Jesus <laughs> and the Holy a, Spirit. Another,
0: another day. That's another day, but um, to help them. I just feel like right now I think we just get an opportunity to to, to lead anybody that um that needs uh repent that needs to repent and and and, and prayer. I just feel like we need to, to end that way. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna just say a quick prayer do you have something yeah okay um, go for it
1: then just because we're on this topic yeah of like deliverance i was like okay maybe uh we kind of do a little deliverance through the podcast if the yeah
0: go for it
1: if if the holy spirit you know i would say i'm gonna just obey yeah and it's not it's it's Holy Spirit is going to be the one. It's not going to be me to deliver the people that are are listening to this.
0: Yeah, and and then also afterwards, I just want to lead anybody who wants to repent and give your life over to Jesus Christ. Um, I want to do that after, after this. So go for it, Kev.
1: Yeah. So this is a prayer that um, you can pray if you feel comfortable uh, to say it out loud. This is just on, on your own will. If you feel like the Holy Spirit is leading you in your heart, Uh, to just follow along and say, Father, you have saved me. You have everything I need. You have brought me out of the dark, and for that, I will praise you for that. Mm -hmm. I will worship you. I give my life to you, Lord. You can take my life to give me yours. I will live my life... According to your will, I will live life the way you want me to. I repent for opening any doors forsaken to enter. I repent for living a worldly lifestyle that was not reflecting your son. And today, I repent and I make my life the way you want it to be in Jesus name.
0: Amen. Yeah, that, that, that's sums up the prayer that I wanted to pray. Also.
1: So I'm glad we were on the same page, (laughs) same spirit, uh, man. You want me to repeat the, the one that Diana did? How you feel? That one's, pretty long <laughs> oh, that is a long one <laughs> yeah but i well, feel like
0: if, if anybody wants any resources they can definitely that's true
1: big yeah. facts comment subscribe
0: <laughs> yep comment like subscribe, like, subscribe. share yeah. review and we'll see you next time on the glory gen podcast
1: Yeah. yeah. Walk, 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 walk.